Hi guys, and welcome back to my podcast. Hello, what's up? So, whoa, guys, I'm recovering from quite a week. Um, To those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, which I feel like all of you do, I feel like if you listen to my podcast, you probably follow me on Instagram. And if you don't, you should come check out my Instagram. Um, But Dan and I, and baby Logan, We were all in Idaho for the last week and a half, and it was an amazing trip visiting my family. We had such a great time, Um, but I'm tired, man. I actually got food poisoning at the end of the trip, and so that was a very exciting time. um, I haven't gotten food poisoning in a couple years. We're assuming it's food poisoning because it was so violently disgusting, but I don't you know, really know. It was just kind of crazy, and traveling with Logan, like, dude, probably 50% of the traveling was him in complete meltdown mode. And then the other 50% was either him like giggling and having a great time or sleeping. And so it was really hard. I mean, you guys know I I deal with a lot of uh, chronic pain. So there's already an element of being a mom to a baby or child this age that's just kind of hard for me because it's, you know, to me anyways, it seems like being a parent at this age is a very physical act, you know, chasing and lifting and squatting. And prior to that, you know, breastfeeding and just all of it feels very physically active. And it's difficult for me. Um, traveling is difficult for me. And so it all really wiped me out. But it was really a great time. And actually, if you follow my YouTube channel, I'm hoping to have the video up from Idaho, which is going to be pretty short because... I actually didn't film that much. I think because the week was a mix of just trying to like enjoy my time with my family combined with there there was a lot of anxiety in the mix. Like I said, part of it being, you know, the the food poisoning. Um, but with all of that, I just didn't get that much film. So it's going to be a shorter vlog, but it's going to be a beautiful vlog. And I'm hoping to put that up soon, maybe today or tomorrow. So you can keep your eyes peeled for that. But today I'm going to be talking about motherhood and things that I didn't expect about being a mom. Um, I asked you guys on Instagram what topics you'd like to hear me talk about, and this is one that came up quite a bit. And so I'm just going to kind of talk through it. And honestly, I'm just going to talk off the top of my head because the very first thing off the top of my head, um, (laughs) I'm just going to roll with that. And that is the limited amount of time that I have. I mean, geez, people, you hear all moms talk about this. I feel like this is something that I I knew in my brain prior to becoming a mom, that this was going to be a thing, but I didn't realize it because you can't really, right? I feel like so many things in life you, you can think about and try to prepare yourself for. And I actually do think that's a good thing. I think mental preparation is a lot of, um, just going into a situation like it can help you cope with things better as if you've kind of mentally prepared for it but at the same time sorry my dog's freaking out in the background at the same time there's only so much you can get by thinking about it and hearing other people's experiences um before you just have to live it yourself to not only a see what it's really like but on top of seeing what it's you know quote really like uh, on top of that everyone's experience is different so there's kind of this element of like no matter how much you prepare for things in life by listening to other people's stories or whatever you can only be so prepared because your experience may end up being completely different or it might be super similar but just like a little bit different um you know everybody's perspectives 
that's obviously a lot to do with it, like how you're reading a situation. But backing up and saying that again, one of the things that has been surprising me a lot lately, surprising is the wrong word, but that's the word we'll use, is my limited time. Guys, that has probably been like me unloading to you in this podcast. One of the hardest things for me lately is feeling like I literally can't get anything done. Like I feel like I don't get a break ever. And the incredible thing, let me just kind of lay this out here. The incredible thing is I think I do actually get breaks (laughs) because as you guys know, or you don't know, and now you'll know, I work from home with Dan, with my husband. And so he is here a lot. I mean, I'm technically on a break right now (laughs) recording this podcast, like Logan's not next to me. I think more what I mean is like, I feel like I was already a pretty efficient person. Like, I feel like I've always done a pretty good job with getting things done, you know, in a short amount of time and really like efficient is a good word, like getting things done pretty fast and efficiently. But I feel like I am just a mess lately. Like I have no idea how to manage my time, how to stack tasks, what to work on first, what to work on second. Sometimes I sit down to work on things and my brain is just completely fried. So A, I think there is an element of mom brain. Who knows how much is being changed from like the hormones, how much my body shifted from giving birth, how much my body has shifted from, you know, waking up in the middle of the night every night, multiple times a night for the last couple of years, you know. I actually just had my first period last week, which I know a lot of people on Instagram were really confused about. They're like, wait, you haven't had a period in two years? Nope. I am one of those people that I did not get my period back until I 100% was off of breastfeeding or, or pumping. Um, I might have been ovulating like I actually I have a theory that I was ovulating the whole time because I would get very similar like uh, period symptoms and you know just all of the signs but no period but um, as I talked about in my post weaning depression podcast which if you missed that um, you can check that out but I I was completely weaned I had to be completely dry for it was a couple of weeks maybe a month or so until it came and it took me a few months actually to wean it was a really difficult process for me I mean honestly if I was a different age maybe or I don't know just different circumstances I don't think I would have weaned I think I would have kept going the only reason I stopped was because we really would like to try to get pregnant again this year and I feel like and this doesn't mean it's true this is just the inner workings of my brain I feel like because I'm on the quote older side of my fertility I'm 33 I'm about to be 34 um it feels like I don't have as much time to just kind of like gamble with so I just felt like the the most likely way to be fertile again it felt like was to get my period back but I mean, if you look into breastfeeding and fertility, obviously, you know that that's not true. There are tons of people that still ovulate during breastfeeding and get pregnant. And so we might have been just fine, but I didn't really want to risk it because I just want to put all the balls in our court as we move forward this year to try to get pregnant again. That being said, in theory, we would actually like to move and settle somewhere before we start trying again also part of that on a side note is if you have been following me for a while you know I deal with a lot of chronic pain I think I already mentioned that in this episode but I've been using a machine um 
it's called the Phoenix Waveform, and it's a muscle stimulation machine is the most basic way to put it. And it's great, but one of the only times you can't use it is when you're pregnant. So um, that's part of it, too, is I want a little bit more time on this machine because it's not like a TENS, which is just pain management. It's actually therapeutic and has been helping me a lot since I have been using it since delivering Logan. So I just want a little bit more of a head start on that before I hopefully, God willing, carry a child again. So backing up, mom life. Wow. You know, I, I've i spent a lot of time on the internet screaming from the rooftops how obsessed I am with my son and how much I love being a mom. And that is because that is factually true. <laughs> I love being a mom. Like the feelings of just joy almost doesn't even feel like the right word but the the way that I feel when I look at my son when my son comes running to me and wraps his arms around my legs when I kiss him when I hold him like it is literally indescribable and I've talked about this a lot before you know when I made my video about why I changed my mind about having babies um you know I didn't think I was going to have any biological kids for a long time I thought we were just going to adopt so I had to pause this again um which kind of ties back into my very initial point <laughs> of not having very much time so like I said this is something that you know I've mostly highlighted I feel like the beauty of having Logan and like I said it's because I didn't even think we were going to have biological children and there is a un like speakable or unphrasable I don't know what the word would be magic to getting to participate in the creation of life it is insane and it's kind of in some ways exactly like I thought before having him and what I mean by that is I, I believe that love you know doesn't have to do necessarily with your blood because um, some people are born in families that are you know horrible and you know like Dan said Dan Dan and I are not blood related he's my husband I chose him and I love him so much so it's not you know I knew that before that blood didn't equal love and I still feel that way I mean to those of you that don't know my brother is adopted and obviously we love him so much but having a biological baby it's like love isn't even the right word because like I said love it's like in my opinion and in my feeling doesn't have to do with blood but it's like a crazy feeling that's I don't even have the word like I said but but there's not really a but I just don't have the words for how crazy it is to grow someone from scratch and then watch them from day one when they come out of you to watch that development is insane and then to have them look like like I always say to Logan like he looks like everyone I love so uh, I feel like there's um you know everybody has different feelings about the narratives that are being pushed on them in culture part of it you know might be true part of it is perception and projection I think but in my opinion and my feeling there definitely is a strain that runs through culture that is not very um pro procreating that is not in favor of people having babies for a lot of different reasons that I could go off on 12 different ways whether it has to do with um, people's beliefs on climate change or um, you know just politics the way that a country is run money family units versus um, you know the society being the quote-unquote family there's a lot of different reasons that I perceive and feel like 
society has a narrative that is being kind of pushed that kids are just kind of an inconvenience and the beauty of um procreation I don't feel like is being pushed enough so that tends to be pushed is the wrong word but shown enough um we'll say pushed whatever so I tend to highlight that because experiencing that shock of like whoa I had no idea how breathtakingly beautiful this whole experience was going to be and I'm so grateful to the Lord that I got to be a part of of his creation it's amazing um but that being said you know these other things that people talk about about like not having enough time like not being you know getting mom brain not being able to think straight you know I I I sleep better now than I did for a while because starting about two or so months ago three months ago a little bit after I threw my back out I actually started sleeping in the guest bedroom so Dan still kind of co-sleeps with um oh that's my grocery delivery being dropped off hey uh Dan still kind of co-sleeps with Logan I put Logan to sleep in his bedroom at night and then when he wakes up for milk he goes in with Dan but the last couple of months I've actually been sleeping in the guest bedroom so that I could finally get some sleep through the night again and prep my body to hopefully carry another child this year um and so I I I don't know I don't want to say that it was unexpected that I was going to be stretched so thin because mentally everybody told me but we go back to kind of to my beginning point of like you can only prepare so much and you can't know what something is like until you do it for all of those reasons I mentioned individual unique experience um, combined with just knowing something and doing something is different for a lot of reasons and it's been really hard like I don't want to turn this episode into like a wine fest because part of me feels like you know what's the point why are people going to listen then but then also part of me is like I also don't want to put out a fake image of like or a one-sided image of motherhood I want I want the rest to be there and part of the story as well and part of what the rest of the story has been for me lately has been exhaustion and frustration um I I feel like I getting two minutes alone or undistracted is like the tallest order now because it has just been it's like he needs something constantly and it's not just him right it kind of feels like everything like in life lately I'm just like can I get two minutes to do something like in this podcast like I said I was probably interrupted like four times and there's always kind of this argument in my brain going on between like I I want to just like drop everything and care for my child at all times because it's like that mama bear I guess instinct of like my baby my baby needs me but then there's also part of me that's like dude but getting a little bit of help is okay so like my sister has kind of been coming over one two occasionally it's been three times a week for a couple hours to help us and I've had moments of like guilt, but I notice that my energy, my mental health, my workflow is better when I get a little bit of family help. And side note, that is also part of the reason why we're moving. Um, I haven't talked about it a whole lot. I just keep kind of vaguely talking about moving because I don't want to give too many details till whoa, what was that? Sorry, something flashed in my eye. Um, I don't want to give too many details till we're like officially there or like on our way out I don't know we're taking it one day at a time I would just like to be closer to more family I mean 
I would imagine it's going to change many times. I hear people say that the first kid can be the hardest because you're figuring out your new rhythms, your new cadences, how you get things done. And I can feel that. Um, but also I've, you know, I know I imagine with their ages, as their ages change, you know, it's different struggles. But right now, my struggle has just been feeling, well, dude, I'm just going to be really dark and honest. I have been feeling like a failure at everything. And it comes and goes. And the, I know that's not true. That's a lie. And I don't want to sit in that. But I want to let you guys know, I get a lot of messages from people that are like, wow, you're killing it. Like, how are you doing all of this? And I just want to let you know that for some reason, the internet, I think just because it's a quick image, it makes everything look easier. And I don't want to paint an image either like I'm just running myself ragged and, you know, I'll do whatever to hustle because also there's a part of the reason I'm a little overwhelmed right now is because I don't want to do that. So like at the end of the day, it's like I'm choosing to go to bed at a reasonable hour rather than just continuing to work, work, work. And so life is kind of that balance, right? Of like, you know, working hard, but also not working yourself into the ground, at least in my opinion. And lately it's felt like that balance has been really hard to walk like I've almost felt like if I don't choose to work myself into the ground soon then I'm never going to get anything done because this whole chilled laid back life that I'm living right now like or have been trying to live and wanted to live and lived previously to having a baby it's like that's not even possible anymore and that might be true I also think that we're in extraordinary times right now combined with the fact that we're trying to move so I think that maybe my feelings of overwhelm and my feelings on my list not ending um, is kind of especially heightened right now in this season. But that's how I've been feeling, like a failure who can't really do anything right. And it, it doesn't help, too, when you deal with injuries or chronic pain. Um, it doesn't help with that feeling because I just, I feel kind of lame. <laughs> not like, I don't know. I feel like I just want to be, I have this weird hybrid. I guess it's not weird, but I have this hybrid combination of wanting to be completely present with my son and watching him grow up. But at the same time, A, I don't want to drive myself insane. Like I want family and friends to be helping me so that I can, not only I can be the mother that I want to be, that he can get the best out of me, that he's not getting someone that's just like run ragged, tired and snapping at him. And so I want to accept the help. And but at the same time, I want to be present with him. And then also I want to continue to not at the same pace necessarily. That doesn't need to be a thing, but I want to continue to develop my own passions and hobbies because that's something that you know, and it'll be interesting to see if I change, but that's something that prior to ha starting a family, I felt in myself like I don't want to completely give up everything I love. Um, this sounds bad, but like for my children. And I, I think what I mean by that is, you know, there's priorities, right? And my kids, my kids, my child has been raised <laughs> to basically the top of that list next to my husband. Um, but I think that it's important to continue to find time when you can to do things that 
you enjoy doing. I mean, not only because let's just be real, one day your kids are going to grow up and they're going to create a family and have a life. And I just think it's important to still have things that you love to do when your kids are older. But then also it's it's conflicted with this feeling of like, I just want to be with my baby all the time and low-key I am with my baby all the time (laughs) like I just I feel like someone could be listening to this and I'd be like stop recording the podcast and go be with your baby um you know I I am with my baby all the time Dan is actually at Sherwin Williams getting paint right now with Logan so they took a little trip together um because I wanted to finish recording this and you know I'm with him all the time but I think there is this this hinge of mom hinge is not a word hint hint smidge I don't know of mom guilt in the mix of like never feeling like it's enough never feeling like I'm a good enough mom or I'm doing the right thing or having him on the right nap schedule or the right feeding schedule it feels like I'm always messing things up and part of that too and this is another thing I didn't really register fully obviously about being a mom is that they change so fast And I had heard this before, but like I said, experiencing it's different. They change so fast that right when we get down the rhythm of one routine and, you know, the things that he likes or doesn't like, it's like he changes again. And suddenly it's a new routine and new things that he likes or doesn't like. And so it's constantly evolving this, like the situation and his personality and his, you know, he's developing and changing. And I constantly have to make sure I'm observant of that and altering with him and, It's just, it's a lot, man. Something else is Dan and I are really going to have to start figuring out (laughs) some date nights or some weekend getaway situations because, yeah, I, once again, also kind of obvious, but I didn't expect to lose out on so much time with him, Um, private time, really. Like, we're together so often with Logan, and I'm so grateful to God for that like I don't even I don't even have the right words to express my gratitude seriously I'm looking out the window up at the sky like imagining that God can hear me because he can as I'm saying like I'm so grateful I'm so grateful but because it's with Logan we often will start to get into a discussion and we can't even have the discussion out because then something is going on with Logan and he needs our attention and so you know it's having a child is pulling at our dynamic and our ability to really like communicate and hear each other out fully and so that's something I think with the freedom that Dan and I have with our job I didn't really expect that so even though people had said that I thought well we work from home it's different Um, and maybe it would be different you know in a different period of time you know not in the middle of all of the the stuff that has gone down in the last year and a half. Um, But with everything that has gone down and the way things have unfolded, I have just found that I'm craving time to just be able to hang out with my husband and finish a conversation, get to the point of a, I'm almost going to cry saying it. I love my son so much, but like I'm just at that point as a mom right now where I'm feeling so like, Like, I'll just look in the air. I'm just like, can I get like five minutes just to focus? Like, literally, I'm sitting here thinking this is unbelievable that I've been going 10 minutes and I've gotten to focus because, like I said, he took Logan. But that being said, like, I don't 
like I'm constantly multitasking now. Like relaxing time is not relaxing time. <laughs> like if I'm taking a shower or a bath, I'm working in the shower or the bath on my phone as well or research. Even if it's not working, I'm researching something for Logan or for, you know, whatever. And it's just something I didn't fully expect. The craziest thing for me, I think, about being a mom is the extreme emotions that have come with it. So meaning, like I said in the beginning, the extreme deep passion and love I have for my son combined with the extreme, uh, the moments of being extremely pushed to my limit where I'm like, I might have a complete meltdown. And it's different right now. You know, a few months ago when I was going through post-weaning depression, like that was that was different because I wasn't necessarily agitated, although I was. I was so depressed. Like I said, you can go listen to that episode if you want. It was really bad. But this is just like, I I feel like kind of been running through the whole strain of being a mom. Like those two extremes of like, I'm so obsessed. I practically want to eat him. Like I love him so much. And I did not expect that kind of love married with, holy Toledo, I'm being pushed to my max. I have nothing else to give and I might start sobbing right now because I'm so done and tired. It's unbelievable. And before being a parent, I did not understand how those two extremes could exist. I've mentioned this before. I I'd say this cautiously because I didn't think that people with kids were, quote, coping. It wasn't like, oh yeah, okay, they're coping. They have to say that because they can't go back. I didn't think that, but I recognize that there was a... Once again, we'll use that word tinge. Is that the word? Tinge? I think that's the word. Of that within there of like, I just, I literally didn't understand how those emotions could hold hands so closely. It's kind of crazy because uh, Logan is actually in the middle of his first official, I guess we'll call it a sleep regression. And I think it's happened from how much his schedule I mean I could almost cry even saying this because it's so frustrating how much his schedule has been knocked off the last month we've done quite a bit of traveling and I just honestly feel like ever since then like since we started traveling like his sleep has been completely off and it's been very maddening um you know he just doesn't want to nap he doesn't want to go to sleep it takes a long time to get him down especially for those naps and you know, the naps are just uh, so important. I don't know. That was like an organic sigh. They're just so important. And so having him go through this sleep regression has just added another layer of hardness to everything. So I guess in closing, I want to say to those of you that have messaged me and you've been like, girl, how do you do it all? How do you keep it all on lockdown? I don't. And to those of you that are maybe listening to me and thinking like, well, maybe you should take some things off your plate. Like, it, that, uh, that's complicated, guys. A, that's kind of partially why we're moving. We need more support. We need a smaller community. Um, we need more space, more land. We, we just, we want a lot of things to move our life forward in that direction. Also, I've mentioned this before. Dan is recertified now to potentially start welding and doing some inspection as well um, because he misses it. He's missed it for a while and we want that option of, honestly, we feel like that gives us more flexibility. And at this point, the internet has been a weird hybrid of my passion and our career. And I've been lucky enough for both, lucky is the wrong word. We're going to say lucky, blessed, all of the above, um, because I believe in both. Um, 
but we've been lucky and blessed enough for this to be our career. So there also is an element of like, I have to show up because this is our job. But I hate saying that because I love it so much. So, and that's where we kind of go back to the beginning of like, I want to keep up on the things that I love. Like I have literally been doing this since I was a child and no one but my family was listening. I love creating things and expressing um, thoughts and views through words and videos and uh, food. (laughs) Like I just, I love to create and I don't want to stop. But that being said, Things may have to be altered, you know, they're going to have to be altered as we move forward in life. And I I don't really, I don't really know what that means. I think what that means is just, yes, we're moving and we need more support because I don't work, I don't work crazy hours. I'm with Logan all the time and I, I love that, but we just need some help. And like I said, to those of you that think I'm just like, crushing it it's like it's kind of twofold one I don't I don't feel like I am right I just opened this up by telling you that I feel like I'm low-key failing sometimes but also b this is our our job and it's my passion so that's a it's like a weird thing to try to like juggle because I love connecting with you guys I love creating but I love my son um more than I love you guys (laughs) so it's just like a matter of juggling all of that finding the balance and I'm just at that mom phase where like I don't really have much balance right now like I'm kind of just it's like I'm running through a storm and I'm like jogging or dodging things I'm like I don't want to get hit like just one day at a time oh this is old news but one other thing I did not expect I just want to throw this out there maybe for any of my like newly expected newly expecting pregnant mamas um breastfeeding I did not expect that breastfeeding and pumping was going to be so hard and so if you're a new mom or you're about to be a new mom and you're preparing um try your best to be mentally prepared that it's going to be hard I think that it's something that needs to be painted as hard for a lot more women ahead of time because once again just from my personal experience I think that 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 was a little bit shocking (laughs) as to how hard it was and I think there are probably a lot of women that end up not staying on the pumping or breastfeeding bandwagon because they don't necessarily realize that it was going to be that hard Um, now I'm not saying that about everyone and I'm not insinuating that if you couldn't do it Um, that it's like, oh, it's just because you didn't try hard enough because there are extenuating circumstances and everyone's life and personality is very different, right? And their own, you know, health and all of that. Um, But I think there are, there's a chunk of women that I think give up on that sometimes too soon because they think, oh, it's way hard for me. And I think they don't realize that it's just that hard because it's not, that part's not at least in my past wasn't explained or shown enough it was just like yeah you breastfeed finding out how hard it was it was like what this is like really really difficult and I think for some people that can be a deterrent because they think it's just like that for them but I think that the process especially the first time around I think is just that hard and I just didn't know it. So the last piece of advice I'm going to give um, or just thoughts around like things I didn't expect about being a mom and, you know, what I can give to you 
some people are going to be really mad when I say this because people get really mad at me in my videos when I say this. But do your research and follow your gut. I am not a proponent of there is one way and this is the way. Um, I think that especially in the Western life, the Western medical world, there can tend to be like this thing presented about motherhood or having a baby or whatever, same thing. But it's like, this is the way to do it. And I found myself many times through this year talking about things to friends where like I had researched something and it was like, oh yeah, you know, like this is what you do. And then I would hear from them. They're like, what? Like, I didn't do that. Um, or, oh, I, I did this. Things that I just assumed, like, oh, this is just what it is. This is what you do. And I realized families and mothers do lots of different things. There are lots of different ways to care for your child, for their health, their mental health, their well-being, their sleeping, their eating, all of it. So, you know, I'm not just saying, like, this is where people got really mad at me. They're like, no, don't just do whatever you want. How about you listen to your doctor? And I'm like, dude, how about you listen to what I say? Because I definitely did not say <laughs> to just do whatever you want. But what I am saying, and I know that nowadays things like critical thinking are being discouraged, um, which really annoys me, but whatever. And I, I get the reasoning as to why they're saying that, but I do not agree. So what I think is yes, do some research, do some critical thinking, talk to the people that you feel comfortable talking to, your doctor, your pediatrician, um, whoever, whatever trusted medical people are in your life, your chiropractor, whatever. Do your research and then follow your gut. And that's where people get mad at me when I say follow your gut. But I think that most moms, most moms I think want what is best for their child and they spend more time around their child than anybody else. So I think as the parent, it is your responsibility to listen and learn. And then someone has to make the decision. And if there's all these other options out there, but things are being presented as one way, it's like obvious there are a lot of, okay, so there's a lot of decisions, which one is right? You got to just decide. Women are intelligent and intuitive and that whole mother's um, instinct I really believe in like I really believe in that and I don't think it's just woo woo wee wah I think that when you are connected to a person and then you birth them and then you're feeding them and then you're with them every single day even if you didn't birth the kid even if you adopted them and you're with them every single day I think that there is a lot um to say for that and I think that it's important that you step up confidently and you know confidence whatever I kind of hesitantly say that word because it's not like I've done all my things in confidence really I just mean like feeling the fear and doing it anyways so stepping up confidently as a mom and taking that responsibility as to like okay what are the options what is the info and what is right for my child and our family and that is going to be different for different kids, different families. So yeah, I, every time I record a podcast or any kind of sit down video, really, let's just be honest, any video, there's always a part of me, my self-conscious self, that's just like, was this even helpful to anyone? So I really hope it was. If it was, um, feel free to rate the podcast. I've just noticed that that's a thing that some of you are doing and it literally... I got way too excited. I like reposted one of the ratings on my Instagram. I was like, wow, someone thinks I'm illogical and funny, like goals. <laughs> so feel free. Also, if you have thoughts, requests, kind, constructive criticism, feel free to send that my way as well. Um, 
yeah, I just I hope this wasn't a complaint fest. I hope that this maybe encouraged some of you or gave you some insight or made you feel not so alone because I'm definitely not over here crushing the game while you're not. <laughs> I'm definitely barely making it by like maybe a lot of you and every day I'm like literally I feel like I've gotten nothing done but I have to have gotten something done because like we're all not starved like we're well rested we got clean clothes but like I feel like what's that old phrase I'm hanging on by the skin of my teeth I feel it people so yeah so that is it I'm gonna go now and make some chicken salad for lunch uh Dan made me a chicken in the instant pot yesterday and we did some chicken chipotle tacos and now I want to do the chipotle again because I kind of want to do a chicken chipotle salad it's actually the one that I posted on my Instagram and made in one of my recent what I eat in a day videos so if you want to check that out you can do that and I will hopefully I guess not see you back here but kind of uh soon with another new podcast and actually last thing I am going on the Happy Home Birth podcast tomorrow. So if you're not sick of my birth story or you want to hear another rendition or someone else asking questions, uh, that works. And I will definitely be posting that when it's up. I'm so excited. So yeah. Actually, in closing, I want to leave you guys a verse because I think that this is something that hmm, I need to hear as well right now, especially after complaining. Um, but gosh, this is just one of those verses in the Bible that I'm just like, man, what a compass for life. Here it is. It's Philippians 4.8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Or in another version, it's Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. The first one was King James Version. This one was NIV. And I just think that, um, you know, so many of us, myself included, spend a lot of time dwelling on things that are not on that list. And so I really hope that the Holy Spirit can guide our hearts and minds through this week to focusing on things that are lovely and pure and true and just. So now I'm really going to go and that's all. Okay. Bye. <laughs>